Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Olivia. Hi, I'm Nasser. And this week we've watched Lineage. And now we're going to tell you whether it's going to make us quit Star Trek. I am here to cuss everybody out. The writers, Balana, Balana's dad, Balana's mother, they all trash. You know who's the only no good one person is salvageable in this. Was? You know who Tom? Was that you going to say Tom Salvageable? I love no, Tom is the only salvageable person in this episode. He's the only person who realizes how deranged, who's like, everything about this is deranged. Yeah, and I don't know why. Everyone else on the ship isn't just cussing Balana out. There are some times when you need sensitivity. I know she's pregnant, but there are some times when you need sensitivity, and there are other times when you need to tell the person to actually get a grip because this is. You know, this wouldn't have happened if Balana went to therapy. She needs therapy. Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I wanted to touch on is that, like, man, like, fuck her dad for being kind of racist. Like the um, hold up, I wrote a note about this. He's a where he's like, racist. where he's like, oh, forget it. Like, it's just kids being kids. You got to be less sensitive. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, you are a whole, like, the, you are a whole Latino man. But the be less sensitive part is a very Latino mentality. And it kind of, it did kind of like smack me in the face when I, when I thought about that. I was like, well, he's not. <laughs> I you see, I, I didn't quite notice that, but I think that's forgiven because, um, I have COVID. <laughs> I I was, as an addendum, we all have COVID. Oh, um, yes. It was my birthday last week. Um, <laughs> everyone came over. We were on a fun time. And someone at my birthday party, I'm not saying names, Nick. <laughs> not their personal call out. Probably gave yes. us all COVID. Oh, wow. oh, this is God. libel. It's not libel. Nick can't libel me. He's an engineer. He doesn't understand how long. Listen, works. we need to re label it we all decided to fashionably collab with covid and you know it's all about the mentality with these things if you make it positive you can spin anything yeah i'm, uh, I'm pretty sure we were all positive yeah <laughs> we were all definitely positive which is why I i've been enjoying um okay just i don't know if you can hear it but there was an ice cream man yeah. doing a u-turn outside my window I can yeah, hear it, and I think that's actually beautiful for the I think American we're leaving that in, I think we're leaving in the ice cream van. Oh, he's, he's stepping out, he's having a smoke. Great, great. Right. Parked um, outside, so I don't know when yeah. we'll hear them again. So vis-a-vis Balana's dad, like, at a young age, you know, when you're still trying to figure out what, you know, who you are as a person, it does not help to hear your father say, you just have to be less sensitive about people making fun of these traits that you have. And also without saying that, like, it's okay that you are this way. You just like, so what that you're different, you're you and I love you. But no, he was just like, he was just like, oh God, now I'm living with two Klingons. Woe is me. This motherfucker. Yeah. He can you didn't go think that you're, You didn't think that, like you said that right in the middle of camp. You did not think that your child was going to overhear this. I think the, the weirdest part of that is it's really clear that his brother is like that was his brother uncle yeah yeah. his brother's like his brother clearly doesn't agree with him my brother's like 
His brother's like, where the fuck is this coming from? Because the yeah, because the, the so this is the uncle then. The uncle says, Oh, I, I told off the kid. Yeah. And the yeah. and the dad, the brick, is just like, like, no, she's so sensitive. The See, extended the extended family was actually very receptive to Balana, but her dad is just kind of shrugging it off. See, the fact that you said, like, do you say that Latinas do sometimes say, like, don't be sensitive? You've given him, like, a smidge of credit because I really was just going to roast his ass. Well, like, I think it's not necessarily a good thing. (laughs) Like, it's not necessarily a good thing because, like, yeah, oh, be less sensitive, you got to be less sensitive can, is, is applied to a lot. Um, and that includes when you're facing prejudice sometimes yeah um and it's not a fun mentality because it does make you think that you're crazy for speaking out on shit that you should be speaking out on yeah to me it was giving um let that be your last battlefield but i before we go back to the beginning (laughs) sean um well i because also because of this i want to cuss out the mother the mother blana's (laughs) mother had a duty to make sure the partner she's choosing wasn't a racist prick or like just lacking empathy or just no. I mean, I suspect he probably wasn't that racist also... when he married her. Fuck off. It happens. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to put some... I have um, very little sympathy for um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, God, earlier today, um, I have a Latina mom. I'm very proud of that. Uh, but earlier today, my family and I finally settled down on a middle name. But early, like before that... Um, my mom was like, don't go Arab, man. No, no, no. Don't don't mix your name. Don't choose an Arab and a Hispanic name. No, no, no. Just go with it. <laughs> so like, you know, looking at Bolana's dad, I'm just kind of like, you're entirely familiar. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like that I'm in this tweet. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. And in that case, Mama, I love you. Um, think of um, your I love this mom, I guess. Um, <laughs> I hope you're well. So, Nessa, um, how did you watch Star Trek the first time? <laughs> I watched Star Trek for the first time in, like, September 2020. And I binged it all and I finished wrapping shit up, including the movies at around like April, March. So for, for the record, NASA started watching Star Trek when we started this podcast. Wow. Finished it all before we did our 50th episode. And is extremely knowledgeable and can like create these beautiful, amazing designs and uniforms. And you guys flatter me. Thank you. Uh, this is now incredible. John, he's out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've gotten myself a certified Starfleet historian that I can like be a nerd to and show him my ship design and then him going, that's not how that works, babe. <laughs> For the record, Nasser is also my boyfriend, so I don't really think about that now. No, we're just dudes. Guys, we're just dudes hanging out. Dude. How who far apart would you sit in a hot tub? Who, said, real who said that we Four and a half feet. <laughs> okay. this, is, this is my dear friend, John. Dear friend. Um, dear sweaty, the past cold, two weeks clinging on, to, clinging on to his arm. And, and that's how you got COVID. Shut the fuck up. I blame you. Excellent. 
But um, yeah, so you know what, Lassa, do you want to tell us how the sunset begins? It's your idea. Oh my god, yeah. So like the episode begins with like, you know, Bolana's heading down to engineering and she suddenly starts getting lightheaded and like kind of woozy and she's like tripping and Seven and Icheb are like at her side immediately and Icheb scans and he's like, oh my God, there's another life form inside of her. It could be a parasite. And Seven is like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but like, I wish she did. <laughs> but she's just like, she did no, it she's be fun, pregnant. Yeah. I think it's funny when kids don't understand where babies come from. But like, it's just like, it is like, it's like a 16, isn't he? He was assimilated by the Borg. Okay, is it bad? I don't know where babies come from. The babies come from the little, like, test tubes and, like, little, um, what the fuck are they called? They assimilate children as well. Hi, don't kill me for this. I don't know what it's called. I don't don't remember seeing Itchab physically. I just remember him being mentioned. No, he did this episode twice. You are so forgettable. I'm so sorry. Like, I really was like, why do they keep mentioning him? I'm not seeing him. Uh, uh, okay you know what Manu your stage presence is nothing there's another quote that like caught that like caught my mind I guess which was the odds against Klingon human conception are so high which a implies that Balana and Tom have been fucking a lot and b um I just want to point out like Balana is already half human half Klingon maybe like she would be more receptive to either more human or more Klingon um, genetic material, we shall say, um, to make a baby. Um, So like, it just, it makes sense. Um, Another thing is that I love that Voyager is a tight-knit community, like word spreads so fucking fast. Like as soon as Tom enters the mess hall, everyone is like, hey, yo, there's the dad. Except, and of course, we have to listen to fucking Neelix. Would you name your child Jane after Neelix? I think Neelix should be allowed their children. <laughs> You're right. Oh, you should not like, be part of the celebration. And then, like, especially if you greet it with good news has no clothes, which, um, fuck Wait, off. What does he say? He's like, a great, a great Talaxian saying, good news has no clothes. No clothes, like clothing. Yeah, what does no that even mean? Either way, no cl- <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. The cops are staying in. It's for authenticity. Oh my gosh! Please, Neelix, just don't speak. I don't deserve this. I'm keeping myself muted for whenever I have to like cough or sneeze or just run my nose. I don't think anyone needs illness ASMR. I'm sure somebody out there's into it. Oh god, that's disgusting. If you were once real solidarity. I feel like what Neelix, I feel like Neelix would be into that because he's such a weirdo. <laughs> god. Um so some other things, because I did take notes. Um, but the episode starts going like the episode is great until until genetic modification is the treatment of choice is mentioned. Yeah, because we get like Tom having a panic about being a dad and going to talk to Tuvok and being like, I need dad advice. And Tuvok being like, I haven't been a dad for like half a century, but uh, I can help, I guess. What does he mean by that? How old are his kids? 
like well they're Vulcan so a hundred like, 50 <laughs> I guess I don't know okay and like Vulcans are notoriously unbalanced and weirdos so I'm sure he's still doing a lot of parenting don't pretend <laughs> well it, it depends whether Sarek is the model of Vulcan parenting or an anomaly <laughs> I think that Sarek just he the Sarek is bad with children <laughs> I just think he's a, he's a dad slut that's that's my opinion <laughs> But he's not very good at it. He isn't. I, I didn't say that he was, but I am <laughs> saying that he is. And he's still valid for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Let's not give him any credit. But yeah, uh, so they're getting stressed about it. Apparently, Bolians think you should give birth near a warp core to make a child grow quicker. But I think that's just radiation poisoning. Yeah, that seems well. Bolian metabolisms and just Bolians in general are kind of. Babe, they're trying to give. Babe, they're literally just giving children radiation poisoning. Yeah. Okay, but this is from the species that could probably eat rocks. That's still and how did they get there? How did they get there? <laughs> Listen, like if you fuck a Bolian, you will die. If they give birth near a warp core, I'm sure they know what they're doing. Okay. But yeah, that it turns out that um. Alana's child has a genetic defect, which means it's your deviated spine, which means that they reveal the gender. Wait, but this is before Tom's own, or after Tom's own microaggression, which really annoyed me. And I know that it's probably just foreshadowing of like, oh, is Tom going to be like Alana's father? But he makes that comment. Um, what does he say? Actually, they like... shouldn't mess with a Klingon woman. And she's like, what the fuck did you say? So touching on that just for for a moment like his complete admiration for their baby and willingness to engage in Balana's heritage makes total sense because like he has been trying to engage with her Klingon side for I think as long as we have seen those two interact with each other he's been very willing and open to her experiences and hearing her out and like wanting to engage with her culture so of course, like he's going to be this total wife guy and he's going to be this supportive, like this cool, supportive partner. But that is not something that Balana recognized in him, I think. And that is in part fault of the writers um, for wanting to keep Balana having her little mixed, her little mixed kid conundrum. Um, but yeah, I think just Tom being a great, a good guy for Bolana just makes sense because we've seen this behavior before. Okay. I guess I have to give him credit. I don't like Tom. I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I'm seeing his like character development in such a disjointed way also. But he just doesn't seem that Tom is better if you do it in order. He's boring. He's kind of annoying to see. Yeah. His experience. character definitely gets better. Um, but he's always been engaging with Bolana, and I think it's really sweet that like he does he does love her and it shows. That's his one true virtue. Fine. I'll allow it. Mm. He's a total wife guy. Like he would be he would absolutely be there when Bolana was like, Oh, you're gonna be up for those 2 a.m. feedings. He has no he has no problems. He he didn't say anything. He was just like, Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. As he should. I will this is why I have a slightly controversial opinion later on that I don't know. 
he could have he sort of had a right to leave her after what she did but it's okay we'll get to it <laughs> i know he wouldn't but i'm just saying she really fucked up i think he basically looked at her and was like i can fix her. yeah like i i can <laughs> fix moments <laughs> happening very late in the relationship like the child is about to be born oh my god oh dear and um it's so fucked up this it's the part where they look at where she is in the holodeck by herself is one of the most heart-wrenching moments for me watching that the first time that I watched that um when Balana produces this blonde child with fair skin as her favorite outcome for how her her child should look like it was abysmal like that was that like I felt like a little twist in my heart the first time that I watched that Mm. I, I just I was immediately just distraught from well I knew I had some warning about how bad the episode would get or how misguided it would get at least but I really just didn't want to see Balana at this stage in her life in the seventh season there's only like 10 episodes to go yeah, it's like Balana there. should be a fully developed character right now she shouldn't be trying to make her kid block like right. she can still like be complicated but that level of self-hate that's like an increase that's a huge increase she went to eugenics yeah no she straight up just went goes into eugenics if you needed Balana to have a problem with her pregnancy or with her child how about examine her own fucking mommy issues yeah like is this does she not worry that she is not going to be able to provide the same support or not the same support because she didn't get any support from her parents but would she not think about wanting to give support to her child in the way that she didn't receive. And, you know, if her entire goal was to make her child not hate herself that, or, you know, hate who she is, then just, you know, why don't you reinforce to your child that she's not a monster and she is perfect. The same way that Tom was already like, she is going to be fine. Because she is like her mom, and you know what? I like her mom just fine, considering that she is my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, I recognize a lot of my own dad and how Tom talks. In the sense of, like, why would I want anything but the best of my daughter? Why would I do anything but defend my child's individuality, whatever it is? I just don't know whether writers felt like they needed to write an episode where Balana hated herself this much. It's like a nuclear breakdown, meltdown of like self-hatred. I really just she hated it. hates herself so much that she is willing to project it onto her child. And you know what? Call that Latinaisms. <laughs> you know, I would have perhaps accepted this concept for an episode if the child thing was a hypothetical. And it was being yes. built around a therapy session. Oh, yes, it would make, like, I, I was more angry than had any sympathy for her because I was thinking, you're irresponsible. You don't deserve a child. If it was hypothetical, I would be less harsh. Like, yeah, like you don't like, deserve a child in your current state right now because you're going to fuck them up. But even so, if the child that we were meant to empathize with Balana in this episode. What? I don't, I don't know if we were supposed to empathize with Balana in this episode because, like, I sure as fuck didn't. No. 
Why would well? I don't, I don't think really we understand have, the kind of, we don't have a choice. I don't know if we don't have a choice. I didn't really emphasize with that. I just thought she was. I think that horrible person. Yeah, no, I think like I, there is multiple people telling her this is a bad idea. You got Janeway, the Doctor, and Tom. Um, but not sure that we're meant to like the flashbacks. Yes, might be able to imply that we're supposed to empathize with Bolana um, in her choice for her child. But I think you're supposed to empathize with Bolana in the fact that she did not get the proper support that she needed into becoming a confident half Klingon, half human woman. Uh, I get yeah. it. But then also, just, it, it, like good. the rage, like, like, okay, the rage trauma was there. But some of it also, like, part of it just felt also, like, naive and, like, un- like unrealistic. Like, oh, go through sure. so much, like, on a daily basis of, like, regarding racial trauma that, like, to be pushed to that extreme. And I know it has to be illustrated in, like, one event because it's a fucking TV episode. But it just... Even if it's in the TV episode, you don't need to have, you know, what we get with Alana re- violates the sentience of the Doctor. Exactly. Yeah. She was a villain. That's that's exactly that's another point of why I don't think we're meant to be empathizing with Balana in her choice to eugenics her baby. Like she has so many boundaries. I'm literally like I feel so harsh, but like why wasn't she like sectioned? Like (laughs) like everyone was really calm. Like like even like when Janie was like, hey. This isn't good. This is like a marital issue. I was like, no, this is a huge. Do they, this is bigger they, than their marriage. How do they not have a therapist? Yeah, like, it's yeah, like she should be taking a break from duties. Um, yeah. It's. Anyway, yeah. So Balada decides he wants to modify her daughter. And we have flashbacks to a camping trip when she was a kid where her one of her cousins was mean to her. To be fair, that kid was a dick. I had a punched him too. Absolutely. And her dad is professionally unsupportive. It seems so receptive though, because I mean like the older cousin immediately was on that shit. She was like, hey, don't be a dick. Um and her uncle as well was like, you know, when they had that conversation by the campfire, her uncle as well was like, I'm so sorry for what my kid did. Like, that's just unacceptable. And her dad still was like, ah, she's just sensitive. Mm. That's why I don't trust him or the mother. Okay, I guess, you know, someone could pretend, but for how long can someone pretend to be that, to be decent enough for you to have a child with them? Nah, I don't know. just one of those circumstances where it's like oh we have a child together let's uh let's put on a happy face and then it just didn't work anymore because he couldn't stand his wife he couldn't stand his child and he is ultimately a piece of shit for that yeah i mean it really drove home when he just straight up didn't never showed up again never he didn't How is that even possible when you have contact with oh my gosh i don't know he fully did not try to support his daughter in any way like he's just kind of she's like oh like we were so close and then we grew apart yeah maybe it's because he wasn't supporting you boo 
And like a lot of his complaints, like, well, all his complaints were actually very minor. It was like if your child was going through puberty and then you abandoned them. <laughs> like my child's kind of a bit of a dick now. Yeah, it's a phase. She's a teenager. What did you like? She's a, like She's literally like, like 12 years old. Oh, I'm surprised that like the uncle wasn't like, you're surprised your teenage daughter is mean and grumpy and irritable. Like, come uh, on. Uh, my child just hit 13. I'm uh, deuces. Fuck it off. <laughs> call me at graduation or call me never. He's a, he's a special one in the Star Trek Fathers Hall of Fame. Almost slipped through the slipped through the tracks, but yeah. I just don't think that mm. either of Alona's parents tried hard enough. I will give Morale some credit for being a single mom and that's it, but that is all the credit that I will give her. I mean, I'm sorry you went through that, Bellana. Just Bellana's character makes me so sad with her parents not being supportive of her. Like, her parents clearly not knowing how to support their mixed race kid, but it's like, it's not even difficult. It's, it like, it's just bewildering. And it's probably something from the writers as well with not entirely knowing how to encompass the mixed experience. But like, it's not hard to just, you know, support your child and who they are because it's like, well, you know, it takes two. And if it's if my child is part of me, they're part of the other person too. And that needs to be honored to an extent. There is something that I recognized as well from uh, from Mr. Mr. Senor John Torres, but uh, where, you know, he's complaining about traits of Bolana that he sees in morale. And it just kind of, it does remind me of how, like, if I display any, if I displayed any, like, unwanted traits, for example, my mom would just be like, oh, you're just like your dad. Um, so that definitely is, like, he was... And definitely unhappy with his marriage already um to be saying shit like that about his daughter and about his wife just like you should have left long ago my dude yeah i mean he listen he could have done the you like you could co-parent and have her like once a week if you're so weak bro like it was... he's too deadbeat to that i think <laughs> no no no, no. Stages it's all or nothing pudding. It's all or nothing. Yeah. Mm. You can't have half a child. I mean, you can. It's just probably not great for the kid. Physically, mm. I mean, you know, it depends which half you get. I'm sure oh, like easy. in faces? What? Like in faces? <laughs> faces. Beautiful episode. <laughs> I really feel like faces and lineage together are worse than Code of Honor for me. I, I find these so... Face of Honor, Code of Honor is... <sighs> the thing about Code of Honor is a bit like being... Um... It's a bit like when you see somebody coming, walking up to you, like, oh, they're racist, they make something kind of racist to be great. Mm-hmm. Whereas faces and lineage are like you've been in the pub with somebody for three hours and then they start saying something racist <laughs> and you can't yeah. leave now because you, you just bought a pint 
Oh. You just have to sit there and take it. Well, not take it. You just have to sit there. This scenario has it. happened to me, and I left my drink on the table. And this is why you were the best money of all of us. And left them. But no, I feel like it's more offensive to me because I feel like TNG writers were just idiots <laughs> like when they did that. And the Voyager writers really thought they did something with... Like, they for you to do it twice... Like, TNG didn't do Code of Honor twice. Give them the credit yeah, and there. I guess <laughs> the thing is that the TNG writers were like, we made a terrible thing. We have birthed a monster. Uh, like, they're so like, they're absolutely 110% like, this is the worst thing we've ever made. Whereas... The Voyager writers think they did something, as you said. It's also interesting to compare, like, Balana to, um, who, who is Alexander's mom? Uh, Keller. Yes. It's interesting to compare these two characters with each other because they're both half-human, half-Klingon. Um, and... Kel- Kel- Wait, what was her name? I don't know. What's uh, Kalar? Kalair? What's her name, John? Killer. Killer. Um, but it's interesting for her. She's proud of her Klingon heritage, and she's and she's also proud of her human heritage. These two are not at opposition with each other, probably because her parents were supportive of her and her identity. Whereas you see Bolana, who has this disjointed perception of herself because neither of her parents were willing to accept that she is mixed. God. It's, it, it has to be one or the other, which poses a very like real, which poses a very real issue um, in, with mixed people. Uh, it, it's even like a there's there's even like this study or something from my like human development class that I took uh, like in the fall semester um, but people tend to have lower confidence in themselves if they do not have a solid if they did not have a solid grasp of their race or identity as a kid or a teenager um, and that is very reflective in Bolana. She is very insecure and she makes these fucked up decisions like taking someone's autonomy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. trying to eugenics her baby and trying to argue with her husband, who is the father of the baby, that she knows exactly what's right and not listening to him at all. Yeah, that bit's weird. Consistent behavior in supporting her. No, she's having a complete breakdown. Like, she's not respecting him at all. There's just no... There's nothing... Uh, that it's that not character this time. either. Because, like, I remember at the end of the episode, Bellana was like, you know, I'm sorry for my biochemical reaction. And it's like... Or no, sorry, not Bellana. The doctor was like, oh, that was a biochemical reaction. And Bellana is fully like, nah, dude, that was all me. Like, I fully knew what I was doing. It was not the hormones. Mm. Um, okay, why does he even say that? <laughs> everyone, okay, now I'm on her side for a second. Why does everyone keep blaming her hormones? Just, <laughs> oh, she can own her mistakes and also she can be crazy. But I feel like they're always like, oh, it's okay, she's, it's, she's hormonal. It's like, no, she's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um... think hormones are going to drive you to 
being a eugenicist for a hot sec. Yeah. I don't think that's how that works. No, it's not. Oh, Balana. So where are we in the episode even? Because it's just a mess of pain for me. I think we're at the bit when... Where are we? I don't know. We're all in a COVID haze, okay? I don't have proper notes. Um, My notes we are just insults. About, uh, <laughs> we, we were talking about the camping trip. Oh yeah, so the camping trip. We keep flashing back to the camping trip and Tom being sent to sleep on Harry's couch, which is very funny because it's quite clear that they've done this like six dozen times before. He has so much patience. He has so much patience for her and he loves her so much. I stand Tom Paris as a wife guy. What, wait, what is he doing in this scene? He's just like the implication that like with the implication that um, Tom being sent to Harry's couch, meaning that they've done this before a couple of times. <laughs> and th- I just think that shows like Tom has so much patience for Bellana and is willing. And like, he loves her so much and is literally like, I can fix her, but positive because he once again, keeps demonstrating that he is willing to support her. Yeah, no, they need each other. I can see that. But also, I was very angry for him. And I was like, you know what? Like, before the conversation got, like, into the detail of, like, oh, the dad left and you'd be the same. I was like, she, I was like, he shouldn't leave her for this. What's going on? And I was like, never mind. I remember she was pregnant. And then I remember they're deep. Yeah, that seems like. uh... So never mind. So much of it is just (sighs) stupid. Yeah, this episode, by all means, it, it it's not a good episode, but it had a good start up until genetics resequencing. Well, the thing about the first bit is it's kind of just a vibe. <laughs> yeah, the vibes were good. But then they immediately turned rancid. Yeah. There is a point in my live tweets where I'm just like, no, I know it's going downhill. Give me the names of the writers immediately. And I Googled his name, James Khan. You can go to jail, okay? (laughs) It's just, and then she pulls out the doctor to be like, oh, it's fine to do the surgery. And then Tom isn't convinced. And fucking itch up. It's like, yeah, no, something's tampered with the doctor. So she's locked herself. Alana locked herself in sick bay. Yeah. With a force field too. Like she was she she was just fucking setting up all the stops. Oh man. <laughs> I don't think that she she understood though the fact that you know the chief of security and the captain could probably override these measures. I, and it doesn't even no, but like two box code doesn't even open the He just opens the door with his hands. <laughs> That's really funny. I really just stuck on what you said about. I wish this was a hypothetical. <laughs> like I really wish this was a it hypothetical. It's been a therapy session episode. <laughs> I would say give it a year and try again. <laughs> oh. I can only hope that their daughter received 
Tom Paris's love and support times two, aka Bellana. Please, I hope you were not like your parents. I, I hope that you got over your little mixed kid insecurities and were and are able to see your daughter for who she is. Mm-hmm. Because not only like yes, your daughter is your daughter is not a reflection of yourself, but growing up, she has to learn from you. And if she learns to hate herself, who is she learning that from? Because it's not Tom. I also think, never tell her this, Belana. Never, never let this entire debacle slip. This is soul destroying. You have to die with this secret. And you can never tell your child this. No, oh my god. Could you imagine yeah. being that kid and then learning that your mom tried to eugenics you? That's the plot of an even grimmer episode. Villain origin story. But it's kind of, I just don't understand why this wasn't a therapy episode. Have we had therapy episodes in Star Trek beat besides um, Deanna? Being a assaulted. Actually, no, we haven't. I've just no. been watching a lot of MASH. Right. <laughs> no, this, this made it clear to me that there's just absolutely not therapy. in. Like, the Federation isn't giving any of these people therapy. They're all insane. In the 24th <laughs> century, we have no therapy because we're all okay. Everyone's Either that or we all accept it for we're all broken people. We can't be fixed. And maybe that's why Mr. Torres is also like just useless when it comes to racism. He's like, I've never really experienced that. Everything's good here. So I'm just now a basic, unhelpful liberal dude. <laughs> I, I, I don't even, wouldn't even give him the day to call him a liberal. He's just a deadbeat. He's literally just a guy in parentheses derogatory. <laughs> yeah. The most one of the most useless fathers in Star Trek, truly. Mm. He should be proud of that. It's quite an achievement. So, list of deadbeat dads in Star Trek. We have to do a deadbeat dad week. But, um, anyway, the doctor doesn't get to eugenics her baby. Um, turns out that she tried to run away, screamed at her dad about how she did, he didn't love them and how he should leave. So the dad left, but that clearly wasn't her fault. Then Tom gives a nice speech about how, like, as you say, Natalie, they're not her parents. It's good. Robert Duncan McNeil sells it. Tom is great. We shouldn't have had to be here. This episode seems to be contrived just for this speech, and that's bad. What? Sorry, where is her mother? Is she? Her mother's gone. Gone. Yeah, didn't we see her mom on the barge of the dead? I don't know what. Yeah, we did. Is she dead? I think so. Oh God, Lana, so sorry. (laughs) But I mean, yeah. There are ways to show that Tom can be supportive without having Bellana go off the fucking rails and become a eugenicist. This is just like, like a white guy's idea of like, okay, so we're going to do like self-hatred and that's a thing that can happen, but I'm going to make it sci-fi. So I'm going to make it extreme, but it's too based on something that's other people's reality. So you made it almost disrespectful 
like every day I try to understand what the Star Trek writers are trying to do. I shouldn't. Yeah, you just very simply shouldn't. Meant to be understood as I don't think this episode is meant to be understood as a piece of text. I think it is meant to be analyzed because what the fuck are you trying to like? Once again, like, Bolana Torres is a very interesting character. It is just a shame how the writers have handled her because they just did not know how to write mixed people. And they never learned. They never learned how to hire a mixed person. I've checked every time they've let me down, and it's always just a white man. Yeah. I am begging if anyone, if anyone is hearing this, I'm putting it out there. Please, God, let, let me write a mixed, let me write a mixed person for Star Trek. I'm begging you. Yeah. It's just shit. It's not even like good um, trivia. It's like fucking. I bet Roxanne loved it. <laughs> Roxanne said, referred to this episode as the moment that I felt was so haunting to me. She went on to say, I wept when I read this episode. It was a difficult and wonderful episode. Wonderful? Of course she found it wonderful. What? And that matches up exactly with what I know about her and what she said about previous episodes, so that's fine. It was such an uncomfortable episode the first time that I watched it. It, like, I remember sitting there and just sort of, like, like, I could turn this off at any moment, but I need to know how this ends. But I'm not having a fun time. It just, yeah. made, me, it just made me feel like shit. It if was more episode, of the train wreck why I didn't want to go away. They did it um, they did it very horribly because it made me feel like shit. Yeah. <sighs> it just sucks. Do we even need to have a do I even do I even need to ask if we're quitting? What's no, let's let's all look for the silver lining. Let's all be positive as we are in the current state. I guess <laughs> so. I guess Tom Paris is a good example for white men with mixed couples. He is. Tom Paris is an excellent example for for how a white person should be stepping up for their partners of color. Mm-hmm. I guess it perfectly like it perfectly states like you know things are going to be okay for the future because he's going to be the dad to the daughter that she needed at that time that seems like a setup that'll be good that seems like a good setup yeah he's asking questions to make sure that he understands like he literally goes like okay then tell me what don't i understand talk to me he is he is there for communication he is willing he loves this woman so much and he is so in awe of their daughter. I'm excited for this man to be a dad. I just yeah. wish she had more of her own. Especially I wanted to feel more secure in her um, progress by the end of the episode. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, especially because, like, Tom has his own fair share of daddy issues. And he knows the mistakes. He knows the mistakes that his dad made and took them as, like, a... I don't want to say learning thing, but, like, Tom... He grew. Yeah, Tom grew from those mistakes his dad made and was like, I'm not going to do that to my kid. Whereas Belana took the mistakes that her parents made and internalized them and was about to pass that on to her, onto her kid. And that's where that conflict also comes from. And it's just, oh God. Once again, Belana, please love yourself. Why is she not in therapy? It's not, it's not fair. It's just too late for this. What are there, 10 episodes left at this point? About lovely that. ending. Voyage is just this kind of beyond caring. Classic. I don't know um, if I mentioned this before, but like if we're doing little trivia, um, I just liked the like I caught this earlier, and I think I mentioned it before the podcast started. But the uh, line where um, when Harry congratulates Tom, and Tom's like, "Oh, how'd you find out?" and Harry is like, oh, transmission from the Borg. And I think that, I like to think that implies that he heard from like seven or uh, seven of nine. Hmm. It works. I think that's, I think that's kind of cute. Yeah, it's cute. <sighs> is this, this is not trip nippable. I don't want to. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's scale of something so egregious. It's not funny, Kirst. It's just shit. There was nothing that was even mildly triple. How sad. <laughs> um, I think it I, is I, to ask a dude that hasn't been a dad for like 50 years for parenting advice. That's pretty funny. And he comes with like the most basic Vulcan advice and it's like, just some things will be logical and some things won't be. Fuck you. <laughs> Herod- Try harder. Paradoxical. Yeah. Like, thanks, bro. Thanks. So this cool. was totally unhelpful. My job here is done. You didn't do anything. That's absolutely what every conversation with a Vulcan is like. Um, I did say they yeah. sucked. At least they're hot. It doesn't matter. I, um, I guess. She's I'm right. Sorry. Let her speak. Let her speak the truth. Thank you. Um, so so we all quit. We have all, all quit. unanimously quit. Surely, no. Yeah. What? Oh yes, I I definitely quit this episode. Yes. What you've done, Voyager. Once again, you have left a trail of broken hearts. I came here willing to learn to experience the show that I have been avoiding my entire trek experience and this is what you provide me with Sad. so that's we, we we declared it untrip untrip nippable untrip nippable is that an automatic 10 what how is it a 10 <laughs> it's a zero there's an na okay it's just not yeah and then, NASA, do you have a high art suggestion for Olivia? Yes. 
a high art suggestion what do you high mean? art and you know i think you know some of my high arts uh sort of specialities might now you know i am a tos fan mm-hmm. um my voice is going away <laughs> um no so one of my high art scales um basically it's completely subjective and you can't really win unless i happen to agree with you uh-huh. So we're talking the weird stuff. We're talking the gone. We're talking weird side characters that no one cares about. Uh, if the, yeah, you know, spots rain uh, all that. And that was I just don't think that this episode could be considered anywhere close to high art. Um, no, not this episode. You suggest another episode. No, any, oh. Oh, definitely not this. No, this is oh, getting nowhere near the high art scale. Episode? Fuck. Okay. No, well, I would never. Um, I think that Journey to Babel. Uh, is a fun, like, <gasps> fun one. Wait, is that the one yeah. with the Andorian with the red jacket? Yeah, the jacket. Ah! It, is, it is. It is, in fact, the one with an Andorian and uh, Spock's mom. Yeah, you Lit- get to see Spock's parents for the first time. Yes, absolutely. Yes, a hundred times yes. And you know that jacket? It reminds me of the jacket that Rihanna wore, and that is just so iconic for them both. Ah. <laughs> oh. Have you quit any disco episodes? Uh, has anyone brought disco? I don't. We did that one Mirror Universe episode. Oh yeah, we did. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, um, I might also suggest a Picard episode from season one to quit. Well, you can quit the whole season of Picard, and in yeah. fact, I'm adding season two now because you know the pain, initial pain, has subsided, and now the resentment is just completely. We do need to do a Starship Picard, what the fuck just happened episode. I do need to process it, I do. The main problem with doing that is that we'll have too many people who want to do it. (laughs) Good. I want everyone to be yelling and screaming in chaos. If too many people want to talk about how shit Picard is, uh, you could simply just, like, people prepare, like, a one or two sentence statement about Picard, they say it, and then they, you know, they vamoose. <laughs> please send us your, please send us your two sentence, your two minutes. No, I actually want that to happen. Actually, yeah, you know what, we should do that. People send us a two minute audio or video. Or no, two minutes is too long. It, like, should, be minute like, video. it should be like 30 seconds. Yeah, or a minute. 30 seconds, and we just like talk about like over, like what they've sent. Yeah, I think actually what the thing to do would be to pick two other guests, have them on, and then just have everyone send us their comments and we chat about them. Hell yeah. I think we're gonna do that. I'll arrange for them at some point. I will I would is it is it too early for me to say that I would love to be a part of that? (laughs) I I'd say no You're the originator. You're like Number, you, if you were requesting to be on the Picard in two episodes, you are number nine on the list. Okay, that's okay. Sure, okay. No, no, no special treatment. No, it's okay. We're just, we're just guys being dudes. It's okay. Wow. I think I might not be in a relationship. Anymore. There should be a NASA only thing. I dare you. <laughs> so while I contemplate my new bachelor status, do you have anything <laughs> to plug to the listeners, NASA? Um, yes. So now that I have a new bachelor, hi, um, I'm single, uh, ready to mingle. No, I'm kidding. Um, I love John very much and I, I love him. 
Um, but I am underscore temp void on Twitter. I make a lot of Star Trek fan art, but I develop my own Star Trek project um, about a team of scientists researching xenoplanets uh, or exoplanets. And um, I like to design characters and uniforms and ships, etc. Woo, concept art, uh, very fun times. So please, if you're looking for anyone to design your characters, uh, hit me up, I'm, I'm your guy. I love drawing Star Trek OCs. Please pay my boyfriend to draw things because he owes me about 80 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of need, well, no, I don't need the money. But just I pay have... him to draw things. He's very, very good at it. I owe He's John money. Good. Please pay me. <laughs> um, hey, there's NASA art so on my walls, Genevieve and that I is the ultimate. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's that about Pay NASA so I can pay Genevieve and my honor will be intact. Oh gosh, your debt to Genevieve must be crippling at this point. It's about two hundred pounds. That's what you deserve. <laughs> That's why we're making a Patreon account. Anyway, um, no, I was just saying that I fully endorse NASA's art, and it's hanging on my walls. You know, the ultimate. I have it all around me. Oh, my little Gondor. And yet, Olivia is my biggest support. No, I'm kidding. I love you, John. <laughs> I'm leaving. But, no, um, back. I love but you. I love you too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, thanks, NASA, for coming on this podcast. Um, in this unique act of nepotism, that is me inviting my boyfriend to talk because we all have COVID. What do you mean, unique act of nepotism? We all decided together. We all decided to get COVID together and do this. To enhance listener experience. We didn't decide to get COVID together. Come on. We decided to be on a podcast together. But yeah, um, we're back from our two and a half week hiatus. Um, Sorry about that, guys. I was the, I was the, I was the reason. Well, we had exams. Um, (laughs) Let me, let me. No, don't. We're not letting you take it. You can blame my uni. Better. We are probably going to drop down to a once every two week schedule now because we're living it up, baby. Deal with it. I mean, let's face it, guys. Getting to eighty episodes, doing one episode a week—that was mental. Okay, it was fucking mental. And you, I, I wasn't even on everyone. You're the one. Maybe wasn't even on all. I wasn't all of them. <laughs> You're on every yeah. single damn one. It's exhausting. I stopped editing them. <laughs> If you want good content, give me two weeks. I know you guys don't care. You love us anyway. So, yeah, we're dro- probably dropping another two weeks, but we're back. Um, thank you so much, NASA. Thank you, Olivia. Um, thank you, COVID. Um, and until next time, don't eugenics your baby. Don't, no. yeah. Don't edit your baby, bro. Don't edit your baby. <laughs> don't do it. Not even once. Don't eugenics. You wouldn't eugenics your baby. I might eugenics someone else's. <laughs> But why? Oh my god. I just John confirmed. Bye everyone.